0: Hello and welcome to Weirdos in the Wild with our co hosts A.J. Oxley, Paranormal Investigator with Beyond This Life Paranormal and
1: Multi-Generational Paranormal Enthusiast, and Lynn Tencher, Beyond This Life Paranormal Investigator, Reiki Master, Published Author, and Near-Death Experiencer. Travel with them, a couple of everyday weirdos on a wild ride to all
0: things paranormal and metaphysical.
1: Coming up on Weirdos in the Wild, a little ghost hunting 101 with questions from special guest Cooper Oxley. Stay tuned.
0: Hydra Publications is your one stop for the best in genre fiction. Secrets and Blood is the debut horror novel from Dewey Hensley. Evangeline Grace, the sheriff in a small town, eastern Kentucky coal mining county, longs to start a new life in another place. However, present and past evils conspire to jeopardize her plans and end the lives of those she loves, including her brother Sheldon, whom she promised to protect. Drugs, feuds, and her beliefs stand in the way of identifying notorious Highlander in time to live her dream. However, menace reaches for Madison Medicine County's past.
1: Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of Energetic Healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help you in your healing process. To learn more about Energetic Healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in to schedule an appointment, Mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. From the Ground Up Books and Resources is more than just a place to buy books. We are a center that nourishes the passions of writers, artists, and book lovers alike. Our programs help educate writers and artists. Our holistic items and Reiki services offer a unique opportunity to build individuals from the ground up. Sign up for one of our memberships today and support us and bring our vision to life. 5% of all memberships will go towards prize money for contests and scholarships for our programs. Book donations are always welcome. Visit FromTheGroundUpBooks.com for more information.
2: Attention all readers and writers! Louisville Literary Arts is back for the 11th Writer's Block Festival on Saturday, September 30th, 2023 at the Logan Street Market in Louisville, Kentucky. The all day event begins at 9.30 a.m. and will feature workshops, author readings, a resource fair, and keynote speaker, author and professor Emily Bingham from Louisville. Registration is $25 for general admission. Go to Eventbrite and enter the Writer's Block or the website www.louisvilliteraryarts.org. For more information you can also email info at Come find your right life at the Writer's Block Festival.
3: Hey everyone, welcome back to our latest episode of Weirdos in the Wild. My name AJ. And I'm
1: Lynn.
3: And I'm Cooper. <laughs> yes, we have a special guest with us tonight, Cooper. Cooper is my son, Cooper Oxley. And um, tonight we're going to talk about uh, a subject that I've been getting a lot of questions about and Lynn's been getting some questions about. And now you know why Cooper's going to be here because he asks me these type of questions too. Um, kind of a ghost hunting 101. What do you... what? you know, what do we do, how did we get into it, if you want to get into it, what should you do, we're going to kind of talk about that, we're going to talk, uh, Cooper's going to have some questions he's going to throw at us, we're also going to uh, introduce you to some of the equipment that we use, and um, we are at a new location that is going to be a location that hopefully will become a long-term investigation site for us if it turns out that there is something going on here but Lynn why don't you tell us about this location
1: sure this is actually one full day that I have leased this space this will be my um, new bookstore that I'm opening in LaGrange as you know and heard from us on our show before that LaGrange Kentucky is very very haunted Um, My new bookstore is now going in on Main Street, actually just a couple of doors down from my old bookstore that I had, um, and really close to the the LaGrange Train Museum that is also very haunted that we're hopefully gonna get to investigate soon. So the building that we were in was built in the 1800s. It's been empty for just a little while. There used to be a hair salon here, and there's one other renter that I'm sharing some space with in the back. Um, so right now we're getting it ready. We've got stuff, uh, ripped out, but we are here because we heard it's haunted. It's actually on the Spirits of LaGrange ghost tour. Um, so I'm looking forward to finding out, which I don't know anything about this place or any stories associated with it. So I'm looking forward to finding out from the Spirits of LaGrange ghost tour exactly what they say happened here. Um, so like AJ said, we have Cooper with us, This is his first ever experience like this and he's probably very nervous, especially when we turn the lights out on him, <laughs> but in case you're wondering, it's still daylight outside, so it's not real dark in here.
3: No. Um, you know, Lynn did mention something and we are going to talk about, we'll just jump right into it, what we're going to talk about tonight. We're sure. going to talk about, you know, how we got into this, what we, what we do, um, One thing I want to say real quick, because it was something that caught my—Lynn jogged my memory here. Because we said, we don't know a whole lot about this building. You'll find out that some investigators, when they go to a new location, they want to know everything there is about a location. And some investigators, like Lynn and I, like to know as little as possible about Mm -hmm. the place.
1: Yep. Yep. We like to try to experience things ourselves and make, you know, make our own judgment calls. Because we don't want the, you know, if we hear that there's somebody that's always in this back room that does this, this, and this, we don't want that stuck in our minds so that our imagination plays tricks on us. We want to, you know, if somebody really is here doing this, 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 and this, we want to see it for ourselves. Right. And it's pretty amazing when that happens and you tell someone and they're like, oh, yeah, here's the story. And it goes right along with it, which has happened to us quite a few times.
3: It has. It has. Um, so I guess, you know, first of all, what gets you into this? Like, so I think, have we told the stories, Lynn, of what got us into this? I think
1: we have. For this episode, it wouldn't hurt to recap it a little bit.
3: So for me, I saw a full body apparition several times when I was young. And it was in a house that my grandparents lived in. Um, looking back at it, I know now that it was a residual haunting, And there was no intelligence to it, but there was a uh, full-body aberration. And then in another house, I literally ran into somebody. Like, if you were to turn around and somebody was there and you didn't know them, that's what happened. I literally ran into somebody. Bump. (laughs) Bump, exactly. Bumped right into them. So that's what got me into trying to figure out what the hell all this is.
1: And for me... I had uh, I have a rare heart condition I know you' all have heard me talk about it before but I passed away in my sleep when I was 12 in my bed in my room and I'd left my body and and floated up through the ceiling and was floating over the house and and all this crazy stuff I won't get into all that because I'm sure y'all heard it before but anyway from that point on I started seeing things The house that I lived in was over 200 years old It was a log cabin that my dad had taken down from one location and reconstructed it somewhere else. Um, so there was a lot of history with the house, I'm sure. Um, you know, it's an old, old log cabin. That's how, you know, <laughs> how far back this thing went. So I used to see people in the house. I used to be, would sit on the couch and look at the wall sconces and I could see people behind me in the mirrors on the wall sconces. Um, that kind of went through my whole life. Uh, of seeing these things, and I've actually had some experiences where I've talked to some spirits and was able to understand them, um, which really freaked me out, and I had to call one of my friends who knew what the hell was going on, (laughs) and she kind of talked me through it, but that's only really happened one big major time, Um, and then when I took AJ ghost hunting with my brother, I, I wasn't really even into it then, but when we saw that shadow person that stepped out in front of us and stared us down that we're like okay we're we're hooked now we've got to be a part of this and and try to figure out what's going on and what what this stuff is
3: yeah so kind of getting right into it, just like lynn said how how did we we me and her get into doing this ghost hunting (laughs) and it was because of her brother john and you Mm -hmm. we've spoken about john um you know, unfortunately, we lost John last December very suddenly. And um, But John brought us this group together for a certain reason. And the people that John chose were people that just wanted to, to learn about ghost hunting. Right. And we had a, we John was an expert. There's, I mean, there's no other way to say it. John was an expert. and done it for years, yeah. was an expert in the, in the field of ghost hunting. He has worked with all the people that, you know, people we've had on this podcast, people that that we look at and say that are experts. Um, So we learned. So that's the first thing I would say to somebody. If you want to do it, find somebody else that's into it. You don't have to have a group. If you know a group, you can ask to go on a hunt with that group. Mm -hmm. Um, There are groups that also that we know, that we've done this before too, where we've um you know where they have public hunts and you are able to go and you can go with a group or go with some people that are experienced and learn that way you know the first time Lynn and I went I think we went with a flashlight and just deer in our headlights look at yeah. our face <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'd been with my brother a couple other times so i had some inkling of what was going mm-hmm. you know what we needed to do and what was going on but being that experienced Nope. I think cooper has got some questions for us.
4: For someone like me who has never been, who wants to get into this, how do they find a group or a place to go to get into ghost hunting?
1: Good question. Google okay. is like your number one spot, but there's always, especially even on Facebook, there's a lot of paranormal groups. And you can find groups like um, Oldham County Paranormal Research, which is actually here. They're from LaGrange that we ghost hunt with occasionally. You hear us talk about Shannon and Susan um, you can find them on Facebook pages or you can just talk like AJ and I were just happened to talk and share a couple of ghost stories. And I'm like, Hey, by the way, my brother's an investigator and he's like, Holy crap, I want to go. So, <laughs> I mean, just, get, you know, there's yeah. a lot of different ways to do it. Or you can look up haunted places and some places will have a home team that you can talk to about going in and, and investigating with them.
3: Google it. if you look up, like if you look up, um, it's a, there's one that's all about Kentucky and it will tell you all these different ghost hunting groups, like the Louisville Ghost Hunters, which is the one that um, Keith, Keith started, a- right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you, you can just pull those up and you'll find them just on Google. I mean, and Lynn's right. Facebook, if you, if you look up things in Facebook, you'll be amazed how many will pop up. It's crazy. And I think that a lot of people think that you've got to have a you know, some sort of experience in this or know know what you're doing or whatever. Um, You know, like I said, Lynn and I went into this like a deer in headlights. We we were, I mean, at least I felt like I did. Maybe I shouldn't say that about Lynn, but, um, you know. I was
1: definitely like a deer in the headlights (laughs) when that
3: happened, Um, no doubt. You know, but we were also like sponges and we were just trying to absorb everything we could and learn what we could from from John and, you know, our other members that had done this before, Haley and Joe and our other friends, Keith Age and, you know, all these folks that we've been able to be around and you pick things up every time, we I mean, from somebody new. So don't think you have to know what you're going into it. And don't think you have to have all this equipment that you see these people on TV having.
1: No, your eyes and ears and your, you know, smell and taste and feel all your senses that's all the ghost hunting equipment you really need yeah. <laughs> everything else just kind of validates what you what you're feeling
3: yeah and um you know when when Lynn and i first started we talked about this a lot that you know the first several times that we just went um i know i felt this way was i was just like i was getting my feet wet i just wanted to learn i just wanted to absorb what i could do And then eventually I felt comfortable. And I even said this to Lynn. I was like, okay, I'm to the point where I just don't want to wander around in the dark anymore. I'm here. I want to now get
4: evidence. I want Mm -hmm. to see what we can prove. Yeah. How do you go into a hunt with an open mind, not thinking everything you see or everything you feel or hear isn't just a ghost? like learning how to know what's a ghost and not a ghost. It's a great question, Coop. Yeah. So...
3: It's a great question because if you watch TV, if you watch some of the people on TV, everything's a ghost. Right.
1: Yeah. And honestly, when you start out, you think everything's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but if you really watch people and see people that know what they're doing, they will experience things. So you'll hear something. Maybe something you hear like you're in an old house like right there, So you hear something that's creaking. Well... You may walk across the floor in one room and it causes the floor to creak in the next room. Mm-hmm. So you have to go through and you have to try to recreate or, you know, what we call debunk it. So you try to make whatever you find happen happen again. You come up with with um, you know what what could it have been? You saw a strange light. Oh, okay, well maybe there was a car that drove by. Um, maybe you heard something, well, maybe you're very close to another building. Um, so... Or like, the air conditioner kicked off. Right. Or, yeah. You know, it happened to be where we are next door, there's a restaurant and there's people sitting outside right now, which we could probably hear voices. And so we'd be like, oh, okay, that's probably what that mm-hmm. is. We did, We didn't hear a ghost talking. We heard the people next door having a few drinks. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And and there's always something, and, and we always try to figure it out. It's like when we were at the Hannah house, this was literally right before my brother passed away. He and I kept smelling like pipe smoke or cigar smoke, which is one of the main things you smell, um, depending on who the ghost is, I guess. Like if my grandfather showed up, he would smell like pipe smoke, that kind of thing. Um, So we kept smelling it just every so often and then all of a sudden it just dawned on me I'm like, you know, we smell that every time the air conditioner kicks on So then we started paying attention and sure enough every time the air conditioner kicked on we would smell the pipe smoke So then we're like, okay, that's not paranormal. There's there's nothing to that So it comes like you said it just it kind of comes with experience when you first start out everything's a ghost and then you when you start figuring out what is and what isn't and you truly start to experience what is then you, you just kind of learn, so it's it yeah. takes a while. It's not. But you know what, easy, when you have a, a
3: group of people too, everybody brings a certain knowledge to it as well. So if you have somebody that knows about like like Lynn said, if you have somebody who knows about heating and air conditioning, they'll hear a sound and they'll be like, it's a duct work. Mm-hmm. You got somebody who knows about carpenter engineering, they'll be like, oh, it's just the house creaking, as it? cools down at evening you know yeah um we are very lucky we have two people in our group that are what i would say expert debunkers <laughs> yeah um so um and one of them is truly a scientist yeah she's and a we, physicist yep. and we lean on her we show her stuff and and she has figured out a lot of things she's debunked We were at one, I won't say where we were, we were at one location and we saw a video from a previous investigation that was done by another group there. Her and I debunked it. Yeah. Um, So, you, you just can't, like Lynn said, you just can't jump in and go, oh, it's a ghost. But, we have went through and went through things that, when it came to the end of the day...
4: It was it was a ghost.
1: Yeah, there was no explanation for it, other than it was paranormal.
4: So keeping with the open mind question, when you go as a group or even by yourself, well, you probably don't go by yourself much, but when you go and you see, as you said, seeing people, other people do this kind of stuff. How do you go in there with an open mind of, hey, well, we don't want to beat them. We want to find the stuff to maybe even show more of what this house is haunted. Well.
3: That's a great question. Mm -hmm. Two things there. Number one, I want to say one thing. If you're new to this, and even if you're old to this, I would not recommend going into a place by yourself. Number one, you don't know what you're getting into. Number two, if you do get into something that's bad, um, you don't want to be by yourself. And number three, we've been some, some buildings that are very, very, very old and very dilapidated. And I would not want to go into those buildings by myself in case something was to happen, and you get hurt.
1: Yeah. And as far as being open-minded, just go into it thinking, you know, that there are some things you can't explain, and you might experience something that you can't explain. So don't jade it by thinking, oh, it's just a bunch of crap. Just, you know, keep... Keep the thought in the back of your head well maybe there's something to it there's a whole lot of people doing this so maybe there's something to it or don't be so open-minded that you know the wind the ceiling fan that's blowing on you right now moves your hair that you're thinking oh my gosh somebody touched me you know that kind of thing so don't you know it's a fine balance to know whether or not you're like being too i don't know crazy about it or you know to totally shut off about it because a lot of people are totally shut off, and they yeah. wouldn't experience anything if it came up and slapped them in the face. So,
3: And you also brought up a good thing. It's, and, and I think that's a choice that a, a group has to make is that, you know, yes, I think there are people that, that are in this field that think that they want to outdo the other people. Um, that's not us. No. No. If <laughs> and you will all find this out soon because um, this is a tease. We are sitting on something that is when we get to this episode is freaking amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, my friends, is what we call a tease. For That's the next right. Episode.
1: That's right. It is pretty incredible. We um, can't explain it. Our physicists can't explain it. We can't wait to share it. And we've been, been sitting true. on
3: it for quite a while. Yep. So. We are not. There are those groups that there is, and even, and I think that a lot of people, especially your age, Cooper, are are very open to this idea because of the shows that are on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the shows on TV, I think, thought are they're just there to, and I, and I get it. They're there for ratings, so they're trying to outdo the other show on TV. That's that's I mean, or they get yeah. canceled. But and
1: unfortunately, <laughs> a lot of stuff gets staged or fixed and, or you know embellished
3: or and we won't go into know. which ones are good no or bad. it'll be I mean, nice there, there are some
4: <laughs> there are some people on there that are very good on television as well right so like a little backstory here my when, my when I first figured out my dad was going to gusty, I mean, I was actually in the hospital with appendicitis and he was going to go to Waverly Hills which for a lot of y'all I don't know if y'all know Waverly Hills is probably one of the most haunted places in the United States Yeah. And to this day, I still tell him I saved his life, even though I know it's a joke. (laughs) But there's a very old story of the ball move, the the kid's ball move in there. Uh How do you, like, make sure that actually, like, talking about debunking, Mm
1: -hmm.
4: knowing that's actually true or someone just kicks the ball and then someone on TV or a video is like, oh, that ball moved. You
1: try to recreate it. You try to set up the exact same circumstances um video is great although video can be fudged Mm -hmm. anymore and nobody trusts anything on video anymore anyway but for you if you know you've videoed it and you can see it then that's that's good validation for you but it's another thing is and we'll talk about this in a minute when we start talking about equipment is make sure you test the environment so that you know okay there this ball is sitting here but there's an open window over there that could have a cross breeze or, you know, something. So you, you really floor, try to find... Is the floor uneven? Right. There's just so you many know, things that could cause that ball to move. And you if I walk across the that. floor,
3: it might make, you know, did I make the ball move because the floor creaks or mm-hmm. moves?
4: Because yeah. no. yeah. for beginners like me, I don't think about that stuff. It'd be kind of like mm-hmm. recreating the video. like, oh, look, the kid's red ball moved, but that window was open behind us. So you, had, I wanted to know how for beginners you can go in there trying not to save stuff but think about your surroundings and recreating stuff mm-hmm. well since Cooper brought it up
3: we're going to Waverly in what two weeks mm-hmm. it? two weeks less than two weeks well, it's like ten the days again, unless Cooper <laughs> your other it. appendix is gonna burst
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so another tease coming yeah. up for you is, yes we're going to one of the most haunted locations in the United States here in a couple weeks and you know what We'll take a ball with us and we'll try that.
1: Yeah. Well, it's my, my third trip.
3: It'll be my second. Yeah. I've been there before, but that... we The trip Cooper was talking about was when we were supposed to go with John and the whole group.
1: And do a private... Yes. not Not a tour, but the private investigation. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, but anyway, that's more to come. So... Um, so some of the equipment that we, we do use with us when we go... And the first time you, just, you go, I mean, really, take a flashlight with you and your iPhone or your Android phone, whatever, that has a flashlight on it or that you can record with. You can take pictures, you can do video, you can um, do audio recordings on the phone. So, really, your phone is a really good tool mm-hmm. to have with you.
1: Right. And I'm not sure I trust the apps on the <laughs> phone, though, like the Spirit Box apps and... Even though I've had some pretty amazing experiences with the spirit box, but the spirit box is made different than your phone, yeah. So I'm not real sure about the phone apps, guys. And I've
3: seen those <laughs> s what do they call them SLSs, where yeah. it shows the the figure the stick figure. figure. And I'm not real sure about that either yeah. at times, but but your phone is a very really good tool.
4: Will the app voice recording even pick up if people, if spirits or ghosts, whatever oh, people yeah. will call them, if they move or talk?
1: Yes. Absolutely, all the e v p s that I have I've gotten on my phone
4: yeah so, phone,
3: we've actually, is, yeah we've had better luck is. with a phone than one of, than some of the handheld recorders mm-hmm. yeah, for which, sure
1: an e v p is an electronic voice phenomenon, uh-huh. so that is you know we could be talking and somebody in the room with us talking that's in spirit or a ghost or whatever, and we don't hear it, mm-hmm. but the phone will, and how that happens, I don't know, but sometimes we hear it too, mm-hmm. so it's. We had a great one, I caught a great one on her phone. Yeah, so you don't need a bunch of expensive equipment to
0: do this stuff. Hydra Publications is your one stop for the best in genre fiction. Secrets and Blood is the debut horror novel from Dewey Hensley. Evangeline Grace, the sheriff in a small town, eastern Kentucky coal mining county, longs to start a new life in another place. However, Present and past evils conspire to jeopardize her plans and end the lives of those she loves, including her brother Sheldon, whom she promised to protect. Drugs, feuds, and her beliefs stand in the way of identifying notorious Highlander in time to live her dream. However, menace reaches for Madison County's past. Do
1: you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, Or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of energetic healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help you in your healing process. To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. From the Ground Up, Books and Resources is more than just a place to buy books. We are a center that nourishes the passions of writers, artists, and book lovers alike. Our programs help educate writers and artists Our holistic items and Reiki services offer a unique opportunity to build individuals from the ground up. Sign up for one of our memberships today and support us and bring our vision to life. 5% of all memberships will go towards prize money for contests and scholarships for our programs. Book donations are always welcome. Visit FromTheGroundUpBooks.com for more
2: information. Attention all readers and writers, Louisville Literary Arts is back for the 11th Writers' Block Festival on Saturday, September 30th, 2023 at the Logan Street Market in Louisville, Kentucky. The all-day event begins at 9.30 a.m. and will feature workshops, author readings, a resource fair, and keynote speaker, author and professor Emily Bingham from Louisville. Registration is $25 for general admission. Go to Eventbrite and enter the Writer's Block or the website www.louisvilliteraryarts.org. For more information, you can also email info at Come find your right life at the Writer's Block Festival.
1: Welcome back to Weirdos in the Wild, Before we return to our program, A.J. and I would like to take a moment to remember my brother, John Tencher, co-founder of Beyond This Life Paranormal, and Alan Oxley, A.J.'s father. Both passed away just before we recorded our first episode. Each and every episode going forward, from this one on, will be in remembrance of them. Thank you. So why
3: don't you you? tell them some of the equipment that we do use, Lynn, that is more ghost-hunting kind of things. (laughs) And some of it is not expensive either, it, but some
0: of it can't, it get,
1: can't get that way. Um, I didn't bring a whole lot with us here to, tonight, but um, I wanted to bring the noisemaker stuff so that way if something went off, we'd know. But this whole time that we've been talking, we had, had two motion sensors running and they've not gone off. We've had a rim pod that's not gone off and then we have a K2 meter that we're gonna be using here in a second. Before we start talking about our equipment though, speaking of equipment, one of our pieces of equipment is starting to go off. And I just did a video so we can post that later. Um, Our rim pod, I don't know if you can hear it chirping. But what a rim pod does, it emits its own field that if something comes within close contact, it bounces back to it and it picks it up and it makes it chirp. So we have that sitting in the front room, right where I'm gonna have the children's section of the bookstore and it's going off. It's
4: convenient right there.
3: So we've and taken you live on that. Sat there for an hour and nothing has happened.
1: Yeah. And I just saw something in the laser lights, but I think it was dust. Yeah. But I'm so that is one of the. 100% positive it
3: was dust. That is one of the pieces that we use. Um, Lynn just mentioned the laser light. Um, we use a, a laser pin light that um, we can cause a grid to be projected up onto a wall. And um, the theory there is if something was to move in front of it, obviously it will block out the light and you'll be able to see a figure or a person or whatever it may be um, against that, that wall where the, uh, where the laser grid is. Um, we also have two motion detectors set up in the, in, w- with us here tonight. And they're very simple motion detectors. They're just battery powered. You can set them down on the floor if something goes past, they'll go off.
1: And it's um, right on it. I moved in to look at it and it went back off. So, sorry, go ahead. Go Motion detectors, you're in the middle of an investigation. Yeah. Stuff happens.
3: <laughs> um, we have, what else do we have that we use? We use FLIR. Yeah. Uh, For looking infrared um, and then we use it connected to an iPad. So we are able to carry that around with us very easily and also record at the same time. Um, It will detect in different colors, which we can use black and white, or we can use separate colors to detect heat and cold. Um, We've we've had a lot of success using that. Um, We have the listening device that basically is, gives you super hearing. I call it a giant ear. And it has a cone on it that, um, where you can, you know, it, it will then direct, or you can direct, it, I should say, to a certain area. And you can hear things, like, I don't know, probably a hundred times better than you can with your, your ear. And um, we have been able to catch and hear things with that as well. Um, it will pick up a lot of stuff. Stuff. It'll pick up a lot of stuff as I just work.
1: <laughs> okay. What I, I'm going to do in the middle of this while AJ's talking is I'm going to take the K2 meter yeah. and validate if there's if something sets this off in the same spot that this is going off. Because then that would be two validations for something in the same spot. So keep talking.
3: And a K2 meter also, it picks up on electrical waves and magnetic. or It's electric, isn't it, Lynn? I'm sorry. It's electric. So if you go near an electrical outlet, it'll set it, set it off. There will be uh, different colored lights on it that, sh- that show you um, what is, if something is near it or if you are near some sort of source that will set it off. Um, a phone will usually set it off. If it's near an electrical outlet, it'll set it off. Um, if you're near a refrigerator, an appliance, a microwave, sometimes it'll go off too. Um, Spirit Box. You want to talk about Spirit Box, Lynn?
1: Spirit Box is something that until recently, I never really believed in, but what a Spirit oh, I guess the SB7 is also called uh, what it does is it scans uh, radio frequencies and it's supposed to scan them forwards or backwards, depending on how you want to do it, but it does it really fast. Um, you've heard us talk about the SDS method and Haley's really good at the Estes method where she listens to it with headphones, but uh, the theory behind it is that spirits on the other side can manipulate those sound waves and bring words across. Like I said, I used to, I didn't really believe it until I heard my brother's voice plain as day come out of it. So, and I wasn't the only one that heard it. We actually have it on recording and other people have listened to it too and they're like, that is 100% John's voice. Mm-hmm. So that's what that does, and we, we get sometimes full-on conversations. Um, Haley will put the headphones on so that she can't hear us, and all she can hear is that radio scan, and we can ask questions as she answers them. So, well, she's not answering them. The spirits are answering them, and she is saying what she's hearing in, from the machine, so it's, that's pretty amazing.
3: Um, we also use video. We have video cameras that we use. Um, we have uh, ones that can uh, detect infrared as well um, some of the other things that we have used in the past or that uh, um, just cameras um, we are looking into getting a uh, what do you call it? A, full, full full spectrum. Spectrum. Mm-hmm. a full spectrum full spectrum camera um, now when we get to some things like that, now we're, co- now we're talking things that cost a lot of money. Um, you know, the pin light that we talked about, that's cheap. Um, K2 meters are cheap. Um, you can buy things like that off of Amazon. Um, some of it is very specialized and it's not really that you can get it just anywhere. We actually did have to go and reset our RIM um, pod. RIM pod, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> RIM pod. Um, it was, uh, we don't know what set it off initially, but it kind of got to the point where it was just going off all the, the whole time. You probably heard that while we were talking. So we reset it just to see what's going on. Now it's quiet, so what initially made it go off, don't know. Um, so.
1: We did put the K two meter there, and there's nothing on Nothing going on, so. I do know rim pods can sometimes um, go off if the battery's starting to get low, so that might be the problem here. mm -hmm.
3: So that's what you call a debug. That's what we call a a debug. That's right. Um, Batteries. That's one thing Lynn just said. Bring lots of batteries. Make sure you have your chargers with you. Make sure you bring a power strip with you. Um, if you really start to get into this and have lots of things that need to be plugged in or charged, you'll find out that, yes, that phenomenon of batteries being drained is for real. Um, uh, Your phone battery will go dead. Your flashlight Mm -hmm. battery will go dead. Your video recordings will go dead. That seems to
1: go dead quick for videos.
3: So so make sure you, you have extra batteries, whether it be know batteries like double AA, a triple a's for flashlights or have a again have your chargers with you so you can plug them in your phone your 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 ba- batteries for your your um your record your visual recordings you will need that um and that's a simple thing to have with you too um what else what else are we missing lynn i feel like we're missing something or do you got a question Coop?
4: Yes, as a beginner, going into this, I was talking about Ghost Hunting 101, if you don't fully want to invest yourself into this, um, I don't know what the word, like, fully invest yourself into Ghost Hunting, but you want to test it out, what is some necessities that like, you know, I know you talked about your phone, a flashlight, but what's some other small stuff you can buy that are just, you know, maybe you don't want to fully put yourself into this, but... Start so have
3: something? start small. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say K two. Mm-hmm. You can buy K two for what, like
1: fifteen dollars? Yeah, maybe? off
3: of Amazon, and it's a good it's a good tool because you can um, it will you can use it to communicate. You can use it to debunk.
1: What it does is it reads the the electromagnetic fields around it, and mm-hmm. we usually use it, and we're starting to make sure that we do it more so now. It's when you first walk into an investigation, so you can get a scan of the place to see where electric might be coming from to interfere. Um, it what it does is it has a series of lights that goes from green to red. The more electric that's around it, you know, the it moves towards the red. But you can also ask questions if there's a spirit around and say, "Hey, you know, if you're here, can you make the the lights light up?" And then they'll do that. So we have some of that video.
3: So fifteen bucks. It's a, it's a good that's cheap thing.
1: Great. You know, it can tell you a lot of information in one cheap little piece of temperature
3: gauge. We have we have we have a laser temperature gauge. Those are cheap. You can buy those at most hardware stores. Yeah, Harbor Freight for fifteen bucks. Um, So you can find hot spots, cold spots. You can think things like that. I even have a Geiger counter. Yeah, we have a Geiger counter. We have. um, Um. you know, uh, it, it really depends on how much you want to jump into it, because obviously some of the, the audio and visual equipment can be very expensive. Um, and you don't have to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. if you, you probably Most people probably got an iPhone in their pocket and a flashlight at home, so.
1: Yep, yeah. and like I said, your cheapest piece of equipment is you.
3: Pay Nine attention, years. keep
1: watching, listen, trust yourself. That's the big thing, trust yourself. If you feel like you've been touched, you've probably been touched. Um, you know, make sure something else didn't... You know, my daughter pulled my hair once as a gag and scared me to death Like that I had that happen. So, um, but your, even your sense of smell and taste, these spirits can make you taste candy that they used to make or, or something. So pay attention to everything your body is telling you the whole time. So you never know what you get picked up on. Smoke. Mm-hmm.
3: We talked about that earlier. Perfume. Mm-hmm. I've smelled perfume before. Mm-hmm. Or cologne um, things like that um, uh, it's, it's fire I mean we've been in old places where you can kind of smell that fire mm-hmm. from an old fire so flowers vintage, yeah. yeah yeah flowers yeah
1: so that's the cheapest piece you can get and then you could use some of this other stuff like you you, you think you see something in a certain place put a piece of equipment there and if it goes off you might probably saw something
3: Yeah, And, you know, if you're in a group like ours, we, I mean, basically we have, everything is everybody's in our Mm -hmm. groups. You know, we just, it's... Yeah,
1: it's all in one trunk.
3: We have a giant (laughs) trunk that we, that we lug around, but it's, it's, it's pretty full too. And, but it's, um, but once you start to, uh, gather some stuff, you learn what works best or what you like to use best Mm -hmm. as well.
1: Oh, and we also use cat balls.
3: Oh, Yeah
1: that sounds funny I know but the, the little cat toys that light up and if you, the cat will bat them around it makes the lights go off you could set those around and, and ask that the spirits move them and when they do the lights will light up yeah that's another one that's you gotta make sure nothing on the floor moves you know if you see something go off then you've managed to walk across the floor across the room do it again to make sure that that doesn't set it off again
3: but those are very inexpensive too
1: or ask you know say hey did yeah. you move that can you do it again
3: yep So find you a good group to get into or go to an investigation and then, you know, find a group that you fit in with well too. Um, when we, when you talk about the groups, you'll, you'll find that, you know, there's groups that, that you, that you will fit in well, or you'll just feel like, you know, maybe that's not the group for me, um, You know, we have a small, tight-knit group, and we have a couple other groups that we like to investigate with because we are our styles are very similar. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, um, so I think that works out well too. So, um, and I think that's good too. Find a group that you can work with, just not in your group too, because you can learn from those other folks as well. Right. Um.
1: And the yeah. most important thing though is have fun. This exactly. Is, have I mean, fun. Take it serious, but have fun.
3: I mean we have a we have a good time with our group and there's like we were talking earlier, Coop, there's only six of us. Um, we have a couple other groups that we like to hunt with. The old you know, County group that we talked about. Um, POV that's in Ohio, we like to hunt with them too. Um, shout out to those guys. Um, so uh, but you'll find that you can learn from each other, you can have fun with each other, and it becomes a community as well.
1: It's, it becomes a family. Mm-hmm. I've really felt like they've adopted me um, right into the family right off the bat. So it's just a great bunch of people.
4: Like y'all said earlier, uh, please don't go by yourself just in case something does happen. Mm-hmm. But when you are with your group, do you recommend like... Is it better to go with someone around or kind of like stay closer to each other but kind of do like one thing to try to catch something?
1: Well, my brother liked to go off and do what he called a solo where he would go off, but he wouldn't be too far away. He would just Mm -hmm. be in a couple of rooms down so he could yell back if something happened. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: But um, we find that it seems like more things happen when the groups are smaller. Mm -hmm. So we tend to kind of pair up or... You know, two or three of us will go off in one place, but then we always do, like, a group thing, too, where everybody's together because, you know, sometimes that spurs things on, too. Mm -hmm. But one of the main things, though, for um, not going by yourself is not necessarily because the Spirit is going to do something to you, Mm -hmm. but if something were to happen, you were to fall down the flight of stairs or, you know, run into something and cut your leg really bad because, you know, you're bouncing around in the dark. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be alone alone. And try to, you know, get yourself out of an emergency situation. So, mm-hmm. just be smart. Um, the flashlights are your best friend. Use them. Don't feel like you have to go around in the pitch dark. Um, sometimes you see things with the flashlight, so...
3: Yep. And, you know, don't go off on your own either because some of these places are very old. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you take the wrong step and you'll end up on... From the second floor into the basement real quick, so...
1: Right, so... Just be smart. That's the, you know, keep your wits about you. Be smart and don't get overexcited if something happens, which yep. is very hard not to do.
3: It is. It's very exciting, but we always do go back and try to debunk, which okay. is, and sometimes the excitement is taken out of our in out, and mm-hmm. but sometimes it's not.
4: Sometimes it's not. So, as to get her, what is a debunk debunk process? Well. We, what we would do
3: is, number one, we would try to recreate what just happened. Um, so, um, you know, we're sitting here now and it's dark outside. So maybe you see a flash of light. Okay, we'll wait till the next car comes by. Do we see the same flash of light? Does it, does it look the same? Mm-hmm. Um, we, we caught something on the camera. We'll set the camera back up in the exact same spot. We'll see, okay, did we pick up a reflection from a, a mirror, a window? Did, was it a shadow because uh, somebody else walked by the door and they didn't realize that that camera was there? So we try to recreate exactly what it was that we, that we caught before.
1: And, and do things like we did with the REM pod. You know, if the REM pod's going off, set a different piece of equipment down. You know, for us, we figured out that the rim pod was going off probably because the batteries are getting low, because the K2 meter did absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. So the more pieces of equipment that you can get to agree that something is amiss, then you've probably got something going on. Yeah. If it's just one thing, you might have
3: something going on. So, yeah. And make sure there's nobody else around. That's the simplest thing, because sometimes you'll hear something and you'll find out, oh, well, the other group was directly above us in the room above us.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So there's just, you know, just keep your keep all your senses intact and, you know, try to find any plausible explanation. And when you run out of those explanations, mm-hmm. it's most likely paranormal. Yep. And keep your camera ready. Don't be like me standing going, uh, and I can't lift my arm to take a picture of the thing staring at me because I'm shocked.
3: <laughs> it
4: does happen. It does
1: happen. So. To all of us. Yeah.
4: So when you see something, you know, I'm not going to think this is a ghost, but even if you're, like, not in that deep process yet, how do you take yourself from not being so excited that you scare away a ghost or a spirit, and trying to keep it around as like
1: For me, it kind of happened naturally. Um, and I think it's the same for you and Becca, because you both saw this the exact same time I did, and we just all three stood there staring at it. But it was like, Becca said she didn't want to look. Hers was different. She could see it out of the corner of her eye. But she said she didn't want to look at it directly because she was afraid would go away. Because a lot of these things, you see them out of the corner of the eye they'll go behind you. Or, you know, they'll duck. Because they always seem to like to try to stay behind you so you can't see them. Um, Me, I was staring straight at it. And I just didn't move. I didn't say anything. I didn't move. I think eventually I said, oh, my God. And it went away. But it stared at us for. A good long time and I remember seeing like around the edge of it seeing like it looked like it had little hairs and it, it was just it's, I don't know
3: what it was I can't explain it but it's also I think that a lot of people have this idea that you see it on TV like something's bad and it's going to come and get you
1: that's not it no mm-hmm.
3: and you, sometimes you just see it and you just freeze because you're just like did I oh see my it? god did I just yeah. see that or it's real so that was what was going on in my head, is this is real. This is really real.
1: And I couldn't move. And it wasn't like it was making me freeze or anything. I just didn't want to move, because I was afraid I would lose it.
3: Yeah, it's not chasing you. It's it's not sliming you like in Ghostbusters. No. It's, it's you know... It's coexisting with you. Yeah. So, I think that's one thing that is... In reality, is what what happens is a lot different than what we think is going to happen
4: we see in the movies. So. So, yeah. like... <clears throat> I'm someone who, unlike y'all, I'm a little scared of these things. <laughs> but when you see these things, how do you, you know, I said keep yourself from saying stuff, but how do you have to, like, keep it from, like, you know, I said, you said it goes behind you, but how do you keep it around you? You don't keep it, mm-hmm. it, it, it chooses. Choo-
1: yeah, it does what it's going to do. So you can ask it to. Stay around and talk to you, or try to communicate with you, or, or something. But most time, it doesn't. you know, see things. You'll
3: hear things. You know. Um, uh, you know. Uh, our last investigation, I heard a little girl's voice, and I was not the only one who heard it at that time. But I was just literally, I was just walking down this little hallway, and there, there it
1: is. And most of the time, it's done and gone before you even comprehend what happened. So you don't have time to be scared anymore after that.
3: (laughs) It's more like, in in that case, it's just like, I talked to, the the person was with me. I I said to him, I was like, did you hear that? Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of things that A.J. and I both. he'll say, did you hear that or did you see that? And then I'll say what I heard or what I saw, and Mm he'll say, yeah, that's exactly. Or sometimes it's like, no, I want I heard this, but most of the time it's, Mm -hmm. we've, we've seen or heard the exact same thing, so... That gives you a little more credibility there
3: too. And that's true. That we don't tell. I won't go. Oh my God! Did you hear that little girl? Yeah. I'll just say, did you hear that? Yeah. And then we'll talk about what we heard or what we saw. And ninety,
1: I'd say probably ninety-eight
4: percent of the time, it's been the same thing. Mm-hmm. So do spirits or ghosts do like when you know when you're going to this place? I see. I'm not saying y'all have a full knowledge of what's there, but. Y'all might have a little knowledge of what's there. Yeah, I do. They, they do. Mm-hmm. do the ghosts ever leave that place, or do they like to stay in their spot for where they're at?
1: From what I've seen, it's both ways. Um, some are stuck, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like there's one shadow person at Post Town that stays in one little hallway, and you can almost guarantee every time you go and look, you'll see him. Some of them, I know some psychic friends that help move them on. Their processes are different, but it's like they can bring them the light of God or whatever and help them to move on so they can leave. Um, And then some things are residual, which means there's no intelligence to them whatsoever. It's like a tape recorder that just keeps playing the same scene over and over again. So there's there's nothing you can do about that that's going to be there.
3: You have a lady that's right down the street here that people see in all the different buildings. Mm-hmm. So So she moves she around. She moves around.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I guess it's, a, it's like life, you know, it depends on your circumstance. You know, it's just, it's just interesting to, it's like <laughs> the more I do this, the more I find something else that I didn't think was true and then find out, yeah, it is, you know.
3: And that's true. We keep finding out things and things that I don't believe and then something happens and I just tell Lynn, it just pisses me off because now I, now I have to believe something else I didn't believe in. So, <laughs> so you know,
1: just experience it for yourself. You can't, you know, you don't. I don't. I've always believed, but when you actually have it happen, then you're like, okay, well, yeah, then that's that's yep. true.
4: Yep. That's part of the open mind. We've seen, you know, yeah. Obviously, you're going you might see that guy in the hallway just constantly knowing, hey, that's real. But you have to also go in there with open mind, like, hey, you might see something there, but it might have moved into there. So you gotta think you can't just stand in this one spot. Like as a beginner, you might think, I saw something here, so I might camp out in this little room instead of maybe mm-hmm. going on and saying, hey, that thing might have moved rooms or uh-huh. or something else in another room instead of as a beginner sitting in that room just camping out there.
1: And that's. That's okay too because it might still be there Mm -hmm. or it may come back or something else may show up. So, you know, there's no really right or wrong. It's it's all a matter of luck.
3: Mm -hmm. It is a matter of luck, a whole lot of luck. I mean, um, you know, if you're in a smaller building like this, yeah, I mean, we're going to, you're better off being in in your groups together because there's not a whole lot. I mean, when we're going to be at Waverly or we're at Post Town, the school, I mean, it's huge, and we can split up and make, and we can cover a lot of ground. So, but if you're in a place like that, it's, it's, there's a lot of luck involved. Mm -hmm. um, You know, that's another thing we talked about, too, is that we don't like to, we don't like to know a whole lot about where we're going, um, or the claims that are there. Um, And some people like to know it, like you said, some people like to know all of it, because they want to go to that hot spot.
1: Yeah.
3: I think if you're if you're just to me I don't like to do it because I think you're just honing in on one place where you've got a a giant building like a school that you can investigate the whole thing
1: right it's like I've been chased by a shadow person twice when not chased. he'd come up behind me and would move on two different places so you know in the same school two different Mm -hmm. locations so if they move so you just never know
4: yeah so is it as you know, I as I said earlier, I am asking this as a beginner, so mm-hmm. all these questions to y'all who are listening who've never been, this one's for y'all. Um, is it more different if you interact with children? Like, will they be more interactive, or will the old people be more interactive uh, in y'all's experience? I don't think it's
1: been either way.
3: No, but, um, but it also depends on it depends on the location because sometimes you will get a location where there where we know there were children so we will try to interact specifically with the children um, you know I, I. but then you go to other places where you know there wasn't children mm-hmm. so you know
4: you're not going to really get that because um, you know there was one time where you know I hear stories from you all, all the time because I tend to, you know, I live, I live with you, and uh-huh. you're around. Yeah. So, but like, you told me sort story of that once, when you were going to go to school, you were going to set up like, maybe set up a little toys because you know, that's. We did. We set up those balls. Yeah. Lynn was talking about the cat balls, hoping that the
3: kids would would want to play with the toys. Yeah. Um,
1: and you can do teddy bears, and there's some teddy bears that have like rim pods in them, mm-hmm. so if the child, the yeah, you know, would play with it, it
4: will let you know. So. Have you ever heard like? Have you ever seen, like, multiple, like, you went in school, like, seeing kids interact with each other and, like, laughter or talk and hear, like, heard that stuff?
1: We've heard laughter, but mm-hmm. I don't know what that was about. We've heard music, too, which is also interesting, and we've had a dog bark, which was also yeah, interesting. Yeah, we did have a
3: dog bark. <laughs> we've had um, the kids' voice that I heard at Post Town the last time I was there. We've heard distinctive male voices distinctive female voices Mm -hmm. um we've had voices that come through on the um i always forget the name what's the uh, the new the i
1: always
3: want i always want to say the voice box but it's the uh, spirit box spirit box but so we have definitely had female versus male voices come through there Mm -hmm. um I don't think it's, but I don't, I wouldn't say that there's more one than the other.
1: Right. And as far as interactions, I've only had one incident where something was interactive. And that, and I don't mean with us, I mean like with another spirit. It was when we stayed at Post Town overnight. We tried, we, we investigated at 6.30 in the morning. We all of are going are trying to get a little bit of sleep before we drive home. Your dad goes and gets in his truck to sleep. And I go into the room with a handful of other people to sleep. Only I can't sleep because I'm watching a shadow person go back and forth across the room. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm hearing conversation. And I'm hearing running upstairs. In the conversation, there clearly, something's talking to someone else and it's talking back. But I can't hear what they're saying. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, it's like hearing the people next door hear you. You know people are talking, but you can't understand the words. So, um, as far as them interacting with each other, that's the only
4: experience I've had. So, moving off those questions, like, honestly y'all aren't like master experts or not that not stuff lot. I this yeah. but do
3: you know when I am
4: but when's not, I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> not even close but no not do even you, close do you know when they pass away or something like that are they stuck in this like certain age in life for the rest of them or like do you know if like they constantly like like slowly get older or they're just like stuck in this like age and like as you say, maturity level that they're at for the rest of their
1: life I've heard they're stuck, but then I've also heard that they present how they want to present. Mm-hmm. So um, there's
3: a lot of different theories.
1: Yeah, and as yeah. far as me having enough evidence to know, I don't. So I might if I investigate the same place twenty years from now and see if I have you know, the same experience with something. Mm-hmm.
3: I always like I always like John's theory on this, and because I asked him that question or something very similar to it. And his theory was that you went back to some time that was a happy place in your life,
4: mm-hmm.
3: so, or traumatic, or traumatic. Mm-hmm, yeah. So that's why I think about that. Sometimes maybe they do go back to a, a time being a kid, like it, like in school, because that was a happy time in their life. Um, so I don't know. I mean, but again, we're going to Waverly, where all kinds of horrible things happen, and. Mm-hmm. What, Two thousand some odd people died there. What I don't even know what it
1: was. A lot of people. Thousands
3: yeah. of people died there, so you, obviously there was horrible things going on there. Well, if we're going back to happy <coughs> places, it looks like I'm going back to high school football. Well, you know, um, it's possible that that's where where people go to. Well, hopefully, more to
1: happy Al? places in your future.
3: <laughs> Al Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm showing
4: how old I am. Um, other questions, Koo. Um, here we go. I have to think about something right now because I'm you know, just kind of going off my other questions. <laughs> think. You know, when you have interactions with these things, do you usually have to start an interaction or do they usually want to always start interactions? Both. So it both. can be either way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I always like it when they start because, you know, you don't have to. You haven't had to prod it along but and usually to kind of get you with a sense of surprise but, but yeah, yeah it can it's, be either way anyways, yeah it's like i wish you know something was here setting off the rim pod a little while ago and they wish it would come back and set it off again but you you know if you're trying to get that interaction you're you're talking to them okay you 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 know how this works now can you come and get close to it again and, and sometimes it'll do it and you'll say okay and, Are you female? Light it up and it'll light up or it doesn't. You're like, okay, are you male? Are you old? Are you, you know, you
4: just have a whole series of questions. Do they, are they, do lots of them like to interact with you or are a lot of them scared of you?
3: Well, that's hard to say. Yeah. Because we seem like sometimes, yes, you get, you will get interaction and you'll find out something. Oh, it's a male, he was a, a soldier or whatever, you know, if you're in a place like, we've been places where we've investigated where there was civil war stuff. Yeah. Um, but we've also, you know, you've also, you asked them, is there more than one of you? And sometimes we'll get the response, yes. But we're only talking to one person and we know that. That we're talking to the one entity. Mm-hmm. Um, you, so is it hard to say I mean we've been told that you know we've actually, actually like we've had how many of you are here six
1: mm-hmm.
3: but we only know we're only talking to one so is that what does that mean I don't know does that mean the other ones don't want to talk to us does that mean they're shy does that mean the ones in charge I don't know <laughs> does that mean the only ones powerful enough to communicate with us yeah I don't know
1: but I will say, probably 95%, 99%, depending on where you are, of the time, nothing happens.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And you just enjoy being with the people you're with. <laughs> you can laugh and cut up or whatever, but most of the time, nothing happens.
4: There are some lines where just nothing goes on. You know, as a beginner, that's something that you really, I'm glad you point out. You know, if you're going to go and find your group and go for the first time and expect something, you know can't always it's expensive you gotta go in there mm-hmm. you know open-minded maybe, maybe this wasn't the night but I need to try I need to try this again right because
1: there's off nights because mm-hmm. we did um, Octagon Hall twice and one night that we went there we had activity outside but inside we had nothing or next to nothing all night long mm-hmm. we went back and the next time we went back the inside was absolutely crazy and nothing activity. was outside and nothing was outside mm-hmm. so and, and you came to Waverly and nothing has happened at Waverly so, we're <laughs> next to that.
3: You know, and that's supposed to be one of the most haunted places in the United States. Yeah. So, you, you can't tell. I mean, it's not like there's a switch that flips on and says, oh, okay, it's dark outside. Come on out and play. It doesn't They're work that way. are there in
1: the day, too. So.
3: Exactly. Yeah. That's another thing that, that's another topic for another day. Yeah. That's a topic I do want to hit sometime. Um, but, for one other thing I want to say, though, real quick, too, is about you know can we do you know or not know when you I think that you'll find out that some people are more in tune to it than Mm -hmm. others and uh, Lynn and I are in in, especially our group are are in tune and sometimes you'll walk in and you'll just go no it ain't happening
1: and it's so weird because like my brother and his friend Haley they were really in tune with each other that saw things they thought the same things they did a lot of the same things together um that we didn't the rest of us didn't pick up on but they were always and your dad and i are like that with each other which is really crazy and i think we're both kind of at the same level but me you and
3: me you and missy are are all all three of us kind of sense the same things yes and sometimes you can sense that yes there's something going on in a place or sometimes you can sense because i i and we felt this before it's just like Boom, like that. And it's like somebody flipped a switch, mm-hmm. and it's over. And we yeah. know the night's over, and we're not going to get anything else.
1: It's like listening to – I say this all the time. It's like listening to the air conditioner run, and you don't realize how loud it is until it turns off. That's exactly what it feels like when you're in a very haunted environment. You have that much energy, but you don't know you're feeling that energy until it stops and goes away. And it's it, and it hits a song where I'm like, well –
4: that's what we're like yeah it is and we'll move on or call it a night or whatever Ever. it's it's oh. insane is are they known to I'm say they're not gonna you know punch me right now but are they known to like maybe affect people like not like go like if you live in a house are they known to like maybe mess with you a lot or depends
1: they, they can
4: yeah. It people on become
3: the spirit or the
1: person
3: people can become physically ill. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are some of them want to play with you. They'll they'll have fun with you. Some of them want to mess with you, be little tricksters. Some of them with, are purrs. <laughs> well, I mean Lynn had one grab her leg. Um, you know, um, some of them are angry. Some of them don't like you to tell them what they're um what they're known to be bad at or what they've been doing
1: was it, yeah
3: winchester, it was- winchester winchester we we had that one that man, the POV guy's made mad yeah and it was but he was a bad guy, and we knew there was a bad guy that had been there but
1: if you think about it, if there truly are people who have passed over, they're as varied as individuals as we are, you know let's live individuals, and mm-hmm. I don't think that goes away, you know, I don't think you. You go and you inherently become a demon. You know, yeah. demons are a whole different thing. So, which thankfully it's, we've never run across. We never no, did. but I
3: think it, just like in this, like I think like Lynn's saying, there's good people and there's bad people, and mm-hmm.
4: and you know, good ghosts and bad ghosts. That's right. You know, I tend, you know, I tell my dad all the time, I'm a scaredy cat. I, uh, I'm scared. I'm even scared of Michael Jackson. So that's what I, that's. What I, <laughs> So, Michael Jackson is scary. Yeah,
1: everybody's anyway, scared of
4: Michael Jackson. No, I'm kidding. You know, Kid I, I don't even listen to him. I don't listen to him at night because I might get, some, might get some, <coughs> might get some um, bad dreams at night. But how do you, like, like, make sure you know you're trying to get on the good side of the ghost Like, is there a certain way? Just be respectful. We
3: don't do that stuff that you see on TV where people go in and provoke and all that stuff. You know, we don't mm-hmm. do that. We don't believe in that and we'll never do that. Um, I think that, you know, like I said, the POV guys made the, that that entity mad in Winchester, but it wasn't like we were provoking it either. We were like, hey, were you the guy who did this and had done some bad stuff? And yes, it was that
4: guy. Mm-hmm. And he didn't like it that we knew he was there. What did he, what would that spirit have done if, when y'all did, when did that? Happen? He was. Beating up women. Oh, that's, we do not we do not know that guy. No, no. And um,
3: he was actually killed in that building by one of the women he was be- trying to um, assault. Um, so he did not like women, obviously. Um, so that was, but we had able to deduce that that's who it was, and he wasn't very happy that we figured out who he was. But it wasn't like we provoked him. What did um, he do
4: when you all figured out
3: that? He
4: said some stuff
3: that was not nice. Yeah. So that's part of the technology
1: that
3: you all have. That Yes. They're supposed to But we don't do, we don't, we don't really do stuff like that. And I mean, and it wasn't, again, we weren't really provoking him that night either. Mm-hmm. It was just that we found out who he was and he didn't like it that we found out who he was. Um, Sorry, that's me. Um <laughs>
1: You have to say that when you're recording, too, because you go back and listen. You're
3: like, what was that? But we also are respectful for people because if somebody, you know, if if, like we're in this old house now, maybe this is that person's home. And literally they've been here a hundred years as a spirit. You know, we're not here to bother their home. No,
4: we're here
3: just to. We come in and we ask them, hey, we just want to talk to you. We just want to communicate. And when we're done, we tell them thank you, and thank you for talking with us. Thank you for letting us come to your house. It's it's being respectful as well. If
4: there's a spirit, thank you for letting us come in here. <laughs> Very
1: good.
4: Yep. Learning. Yep.
1: So now you know all about
4: it. You can do it. now. That's right. I don't know. catch <laughs> up. <laughs> The
3: hardest part for Cooper would be staying up late. He likes to go to bed early. Oh (laughs) early. Oh, I know. I do too.
4: I'm
1: in bed like eight thirty or nine every night. I'm surprised I can actually stay up.
3: Thank God for caffeine.
1: Well I can't have that, so I have my little handful of M (laughs) and That's all the caffeine I let myself
3: have. Well, I think we're gonna wrap up here just about now. Please send us your questions if you have any we're still collecting questions and we are going to hopefully do some more questions and answers. Oh, Cooper has another question.
4: Um it's not a question actually as I just talked to them I'm going to start posting on we're gonna start posting on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube and maybe make a Twitter account. Do so if y'all have are y'all listening this, go follow the Weirdos in the Wild. We will start posting a little snippets of of podcasts and stuff before we post them just kind of give y'all little heads up maybe get y'all excited for the new podcast so y'all will listen just go follow our socials and if you want to ask us questions DM text us whatever y'all want to do and we will get your questions on there
1: we need him on every episode
4: we do he He does a
1: great
3: job with us he (laughs) is so um, yes go to weirdosonthewild.com send us questions Um, we would love to answer them if you've had an experience let us hear about it We would love to have people on just to talk about their experiences.
1: Do you have a location you want us to check out, let us know that too. We might be able to come and either validate or or help you decide that there's nothing there.
3: That's right. Or if you'd like to be one of our sponsors, don't forget that as well. Yeah, Um, keep
1: us in business, folks. (laughs) That's right.
3: We would love to expand this and be able to do more when it comes to the paranormal and all things weird. Um, stay tuned. We've got, um, two episodes for sure coming up at some of the, some really haunted locations. Um, we've got our new location here that we're going to be starting, um, and investigating. We also have another location literally next door that we're going to be investigating. So, a lot to come on the ghost side, but... That doesn't mean we're going to forget about all the other weird stuff.
1: No, and, and we do thank you all for your patience on getting another episode out due to some uh, family emergencies we had going on. So. That's
3: right. Um, but we
1: do have a lot of good stuff coming, and we will get it out there, I promise.
3: And support our our sponsors.
1: Yes, we have Hydra Publications, which is actually local um, here in, in Goshen, so it's not too far from LaGrange, but he's in LaGrange all the time, Tony. And then we have Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, it's just outside of LaGrange. Um, and then I'm helping promote some stuff for the Global Literary um, Association that I am a board member of, as well as I'm going to start promoting some of my bookstore, even though AJ knows how much I don't like promoting my stuff, but I've got <coughs> going to. Move.
3: <laughs> I tried to hold it. I tried to hold it off.
1: He's gonna make me he's gonna make me uh, tout my stuff, so there we go. I did I did my little plug.
3: That's right. All right, Lynn, take us home.
1: All right, thanks again and thanks Cooper for joining us tonight and keep it weird, y'all. Thank you for joining us at Weirdos in the Wild. Please show us some love and support on our Patreon account at Weirdos in the Wild like us on all of our social media and if you've had an experience you'd like to share with us
3: visit our site at weirdosinthewild.com until next time
4: keep it weird y'all
0: hydra publications is your one stop for the best in genre fiction secrets and blood is the debut horror novel from dewey hensley Evangeline Grace, the sheriff in a small town, Eastern Kentucky Coal Mining County, longs to start a new life in another place. However, present and past evils conspire to jeopardize her plans and end the lives of those she loves, including her brother Sheldon, whom she promised to protect. Drugs, feuds, and her beliefs stand in the way of identifying a notorious Highlander in time to live her dream. However, menace reaches for Madison County's past.
1: Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of Energetic Healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help you in your healing process. To learn more about Energetic Healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. From the ground up, Books and Resources is more than just a place to buy books. We are a center that nourishes the passions of writers, artists, and book lovers alike. Our programs help educate writers and artists Our holistic items and Reiki services offer a unique opportunity to build individuals from the ground up. Sign up for one of our memberships today and support us and bring our vision to life. 5% of all memberships will go towards prize money for contests and scholarships for our programs. Book donations are always welcome. Visit FromTheGroundUpBooks.com for more information.
2: Attention all readers and writers, Louisville Literary Arts is back for the 11th Writers' Block Festival on Saturday, September 30th, 2023 at the Logan Street Market in Louisville, Kentucky. The all-day event begins at 9.30 a.m. and will feature workshops, author readings, a resource fair, and keynote speaker, author and professor Emily Bingham from Louisville. Registration is $25 for general admission. Go to Eventbrite and enter the Writer's Block or the website www.louisvilliteraryarts.org. For more information, you can also email info at Come find your right life at the Writer's Block Festival.